0: Welcome to part 2 of how I met my TWTR family. I'm Chapeau Claudette with my Life is a Hat Party podcast broadcast on Anchor sharing the story that really affected me yesterday. So, just continuing with how I felt after I received that message from Lawrence Kim 808. I he you know didn't know at the time i hadn't shared that i was caring for my dementia mother and you know her as an only child her health did affect my life directly i had to change everything about my life and i just felt you know like these connecting i'm always looking for dots to connect in my life and i felt this was one of them by me making that decision to send the book to um, Gary Vee and to go and check out people in his nation or in his um, like you know spear I found Lawrence and then Lawrence had tweeted about a girl video the girls called Ashley and it's Ashley catch so I checked her out and looked at her video and was really inspired about it, you know, just kind of a video journal about, um, you know, how she was trying to live her dream and living her purpose, and how she had uh, documented what she was doing and ended up doing a Garvey parody that got the support of the. TWTR family and I think that's really how it was born you know she's like hey I need to do this and everybody's jumping in and retweeting and sharing and helping her there and I thought that was great I just felt really You know, like it's warm, kind of cozy feelings when you get when you hear these nice things happening because people are doing it themselves. Anyway, so in one of her videos, she had, you know, thanked loads of people, but particularly a Mr. Mike Thorpe. So I checked him out and I think I tweeted to him and I followed him and then it just snowballed this wave of people interacting and like spent most of my day connecting and listening you know, not listening, but um, reading tweets and being involved in my first kind of big conversation. And, you know, it means so much to me because I have always had this kind of fascination with Twitter, because of the possibility of retweeting or the decision to retweet. And that's why, again, we coming full circle, I've got to read you just a bit of a chapter from my book about how periscope changed the world but there's a book about there's a part about retweeting I won't read it all but it's called charity and retweeting so I'll just read charity and cheerleading retweet sounds the same anyway it goes what exactly is a cheerleader well we have those two words that form one the first word here is a verb and the word leader is a noun just like birds They chirp or chatter or tweet amongst themselves. So do periscopers. They chatter amongst themselves. And that is why I like to call the unconditional retweets Cheerleader retweeters, cheerleaders, because they don't want anything in return. They lead in the cheering, which encourages the chatter of that broadcast and what was said or seen in the broadcast by rechirping, rechattering, retweeting. Yes, basically, chatting is tweeting and cheering is retweeting. So when someone retweets, then that is a leader of a cheer who is encouraging, spurring us on, or chirping, cheering. In Twitter land, it means sharing information to the people that are interested in what you think. Your followers, the world might not care, but the world of Periscope land in Twitter land does. I think retweeting is a positive and giving way to support different viewpoints. Why would anyone mistake it for anything else? And Mark throat. Um, one of his in his profile says positivity always wins always and I'm so happy to be a part of this family so thank you for bringing me in and keep doing good stuff take care